Welcome to Seat Time, everybody. Brian Pierce here. This is episode 68, and right now we are about 34 minutes behind schedule, and that really sucks, but we, we've had quite a few technical difficulties. It seems that it's about every 10 episodes. I unplugged something somewhere along the lines. I have absolutely no idea what it was, and it takes quite a few reboots and quite a few uh, putting things in the hole and trying to find the right hole and uh, getting the stars to align. And I think we've finally actually done that. Uh, I do have quite an interesting guest. Uh, the Whip Master Flex, Mr. Brett Q, is our guest tonight for this episode. So one of the fun things is that he's actually got quite a lot of media hype recently because of the fact that you know he's not just the guy racing his motorcycle anymore for fun he's actually making it look good as well while in the air and on the ground so we wanted to talk to him a little bit about more about just him find out you know what's been going on how he whips it so hard uh how he gets the ladies and then as well uh what he thought about some of the stuff that went on at anaheim one this past weekend i know i've got my opinions he's got his and uh, we probably have nobody left watching, so hopefully everybody archives the shit out of this, and uh, they can have a good time. So, I'm going to just start it off. Mr. Brett Q, besides the fact that you spent 30 minutes of your evening with me on the couch so far, how, how's the rest of it going? That's all right. It's good. I'm just, uh, I've been a little sick today. I just did, did some work this afternoon and came home and took a little nap in the garage. When I got home, I didn't even really uh, make it inside. I was kind of not feeling good, so I uh, took a nap and went to eat with the family, and now I'm here talking to you. <laughs> well, I do apologize. I know, like we've kind of gone back and forth about it, but uh, it happens. It's uh, you know, we're trying to kind of push the limits, I guess, if you will. And if unfortunately we had either a producer who knew what was going on, or two, somebody who knew what was going on, it might go a lot smoother. But uh, unfortunately, you've got me, and hopefully, I can be at least funny to uh, make the time pass a little bit sooner. So. We have seen a lot recently of you on your motorcycle. So one, that's a 2013 Honda 450. Is that correct? It is indeed. Okay. I love it. I want to know what you think. Awesome. Now, you've obviously ridden one beforehand, so I want to know what you think about the fact that this guy has dual exhaust. Now, is this just a ploy for these guys to you know, be able to make a little bit of money on aftermarket stuff like that? Or is it something that you you know, really notice the horsepower difference in the way that the power is delivered? Um, I don't really notice any power difference between just with the pipes, but um, the pro circuit pipes I've got, the duals, they're awesome. I love them. Uh, but I don't think that it's necessarily anything different if it had a, the single. Um, Jimmy Albertson runs a single, and he seems to like it. So it just is all what whatever you prefer. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I had to ask. I mean, they really do have some badass-looking uh, you know, aftermarket parts that are coming out, everybody with their titanium and carbon tips. But then, unfortunately, you're spending like 1299 bucks, you know, and that's – you know, you know, not many people like to pay full price in the moto industry. You know, but if you do, that's what you're paying. You know, it's a lot of damn money. So, I don't really know. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, so that's why I got a two-stroke. You know, it takes me like 200 bucks to rebuild the whole damn thing. So, yeah, for sure. I uh, I didn't expect that many people to uh, to have the pipes like have aftermarket stuff right off the bat because it's be so expensive. But really, all the bikes I've seen have them. So, I mean, it's all it's all good. But. I like it. Yeah. It's good. No, I agree. I think it's kind of neat. It's interesting. It's new. Do you think that we're going to see a lot of other bikes, you know, maybe pushing the dual exhaust? Or is that something that Honda is specifically working for on their engines? I don't know. I wouldn't see that many other companies doing it, but you never know. So I, I, I was kind of surprised that Honda did it with their 450 because they tried it with their 250 back in the day, and it, it, they kind of decided to go back to single but I was surprised they did it, but it seems like it's all right. It's just the only thing is a lot of people are saying it's a lot heavier. So um, that that's really the only thing. 
you know, heavier, more power. I mean, what do you want, really? Come on, guys, you can't get it all. But so one of the things I like to talk about, and just because of the fact that I'm a little frazzled um, with all the technical work that I've been having to try to rack my brain on, is what are you drinking? Now, obviously, it doesn't look like you have anything in your hand, Coke, be it adult beverage. That's okay, either what it is. But, but I personally, he has water. We'll get back to you in a second. Cup That's some Dasani. I got all I got here is my Dasani and my Shades of Grey helmet. Oh, try to keep those both. Uh, try to keep them both handy. Yeah, because so, if you're if you're not drinking water, you're wearing your helmet. That's about it. Yep, that's about all I do. Yeah. Who needs underwear when you got a helmet lying around? Yeah, exactly. You got to be safe watching that yeah, you TV. Gotta you know, cover one of your heads up. <laughs> uh, okay, well, what am I drinking? I'm drinking Samuel Smith's organic cider. Um, again, we had the whole breastfeeding conversation about my wife and my son. And uh, so now I'm on the gluten-free diet, and I'm drinking this stuff. So getting used to it, it's the way it goes down. All right, so I want to get a little bit more of your backstory, Mr. Brett Q. I know you're out of Oklahoma, so you're an Oklahomian. Uh, and I've seen a lot of pictures of you with certain people that happen to reside in Oklahoma that have red hair, and then some of them that drank PBR. So what is your backstory? Like, how did you kind of get back? How did you get into riding when you started? You know, how did you kind of transfer into the position you're at now? And then how the hell did you learn to whip a motorcycle like such a badass? Well, I got started riding by my dad. He uh, started riding whenever I was born. He used to be a water skier. Uh-oh. And uh, he stopped that whenever I was born, and he started riding dirt bikes. So um, I always loved dirt bikes, and I was always around them and stuff. And I, I just loved everything about it, but I was just way too scared to ride until I was maybe 10. And then I finally decided one day I wanted a bike, and we went to a, a bunch of land that we had about an hour away from my house. Uh, we would just go riding once a week, and that's the only place I rode for like five or six years. And we had some of the coolest like hill climbs and big natural jumps and step-ups and just really cool stuff that, that my dad would build with his loader. And uh, that's really how I learned to jump. Like We had a track, but I never really motoed on it for a long time. I mean, it was, like I said, a few years before I went to a real track. So whenever I did, I was entirely too scared to ride with other people. I thought they were going to run me over, and I didn't want any part of it. But that's that's pretty much all that. Um, my dad taught me how to whip it uh, pretty much. he, uh, Whenever I was about 15 or 16, he uh, kind of – I asked him one day how to do it, and he, he was always pretty good at it. He's he's like 60 now, and he can still whip it if he wants to. He can whip it pretty big. I'm not even joking. So, we'll have to so see some how pictures. have you guys not done so, like whip off together? Yeah, no doubt. He uh, he's not scared. So, but he taught me how to whip it, and then I kind of just once I started getting a little faster than him and a little little bit more advanced, I just started watching other people, and and I look up to a lot of guys like Wyndham and those guys because I mean he can obviously whip it just about as big as anybody. And whenever I was little, I used to love Guy Cooper, so that was that was a pretty good deal because he was always a whip whip guy, but. I always just love to jump and stuff. I, I have raced and I've been through that whole thing, but I just, I prefer to just go have fun. That's awesome. Well, uh, is it true that you're kind of like a test lackey with Trey Kennard up there, or is that just something that people have talked about because of the fact that they always see you riding around with him? Um, me and uh, Trey have known each other for a long time. Our dads used to race together whenever we were little, and Trey started riding obviously a lot, a lot younger than I did since I didn't start since I was ten. I'm a couple years older than him, but he uh, he started riding earlier than I did, and we kind of knew each other at the track. And then um, in 2008, whenever he turned pro, he asked me to work on his practice bikes for him. So, uh, but we had we had been close before that and rode together and stuff. But that's whenever we really got a lot closer. And he got a house in Shawnee, and 
I go down and ride with him quite a bit. Him and uh, Jimmy and Ronnie Mack. Yeah, Ronnie Mack. Yeah, there's a lot that I would want to ask about that. But honestly, I don't want to give too much away. So not that I know anything, because unfortunately I have no idea anything about it. So, but were you in California this past weekend? Um, I'm actually going to California on uh, Thursday. We're going to a school to to talk coming up on Thursday, and then after that we're leaving. Um, me and my buddy Josh Gray that paints helmets with Shades of Gray, and Dayton Daft with Whiskey Throttle Productions that makes all the uh, Road to X Games videos. We're going to California. Or we're going to Phoenix, and then we're going on to California for Anaheim 2. A2. And what's oh, that? I was just saying, A2. What, what? Yeah, buddy. And uh, we're going to go ride with some people out there during the week. We're going to go ride with Twitch, hopefully. What? And uh, we got a few other people lined up that we're going to go have some fun with. So it should be an awesome time. I'm really pumped. Holy shit, man. That's pretty awesome. Do you think now that you know you're going to go ride with Twitch, is there going to – I mean, do you, you're kind of like, holy crap, I need to learn this, that, and the other to try to really make it into the X Games or anything like that? I mean, what are your kind of thoughts about riding with Twitch? I mean, your whip may suck now. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm scared about. I mean, I might just go over there with my tail between my legs and just go home afterwards. He might just show me what's up. But, I mean, yeah, I'm, pretty sure I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure I'll have some fun, and uh, it'll be a good time. I can't wait to learn some stuff from him because I'm sure he knows all kinds of Good, good stuff to help me out. So I'm pretty pumped. Yeah. Well, since you're on your Honda, you're going to come back with both your tailpipe between your legs. Yeah, exactly. We don't want that. That was, that's pretty bad. That's okay. That's okay. So one of the things <laughs> I think that I was really excited about when uh, the whole Anaheim one started this past weekend with Supercross obviously coming back 2013, you got all kinds of you know speculations. Who's going to do awesome? Who's maybe not going to do awesome? Who's going to be a top ten guy? But I think I was most excited that Brett Michaels was not back. Um, there was a lot about that <laughs> yeah. guy that just not rubbed me the wrong way. It just freaked me out. Like there, I, I couldn't go home and, and have personal time because all he would do is creep into my mind, and it just was not fun for me. I mean, did you did you feel the same way? Oh, oh yeah. I, I was so tired of hearing rock hard, ride hard, dust them down. I was over it. <laughs> me and Trey sat on the couch watching like four Supercrosses last year, and we just made fun of him the whole time. Actually, I shouldn't have put Trey in that. Trey didn't do it. It was not Trey. It was me and a few other people. We were just having so much fun, though. People with red hair, but not Trey Kennard. No, not Trey. It was uh, it was probably me and Jimmy. I don't know. Me and Jimmy like to make fun of people, so. It was Casberg. Casberg. Yeah. Casberg or Casberg? Casberg. Casberg? Yeah. yeah, I'm just going to keep asking. We've got a couple guys that have uh, been in the peanut gallery the entire time. They've been uh, making some tweets and, and making some noises. Things have been going on. Unfortunately, it pretty much just stressed me out the whole time as I was trying to figure out which uh, button wasn't pushed. Yeah, they were just making me nervous. They were staring me down. They were like, what's up? We like the way your back looks when you're not looking at it because you're freaking out over here at your computer. It's like, thanks, guys. It's, yeah, exactly. They always. Uh, it's always tougher whenever somebody's watching you. Like, If nobody's watching you, it's all good, and then – Somebody gets their eyes on you, you're like, crap, what do I that's, do? That's what they say about being in porn. You know, you just yep. you kind of have to, like, perform in front of 10 to 15 people. And you're like, I don't know, but that's weird. Yeah, I don't know if I can do it. I don't think I could. The mustache probably helped your cause, though. I know I had to throw that in there somewhere. <laughs> but do you want to talk about I'm a fan. questions about the mustache? We could talk about the mustache. I mean, I want to know how long it took to grow it, really. Okay, so... I was actually in a beard-growing competition with Thad Duvall, one of the off-road guys, races GNCC, some of the National Enduros and stuff, from No Shave November, and we were going to have a December beard competition. So all November, all of December of growing a beard, whoever has the most manly beard at the end of December wins the competition. So that's the way that was supposed to go down. 
I got really itchy about midway through December, and I was like, dude, Thad, tell me you've shaved because I really don't want to do this anymore. And he had, so technically I won the competition, and instead of you know going and just shaving it all off, I was like, well, heck, I got all this hair. I might as well just make it into something fun, and I did. And this is what came up, and so now this is, I guess, I don't know, maybe about a, almost a full month of, of growing of just awesome. just this business right here. That's rad. I've been growing mine out for like 26 years, and I still haven't got very much. I'm trying hard, though. You know though. what the problem is? It's just not, not working. The problem is that you live in Oklahoma. You don't grow facial hair. Why is that? Because What's Oklahomans don't grow facial hair. I don't need your like, all-white trash or whatever. Oh, burn. <laughs> that hurt. Look at the pain. Tell that, tell, tell that to Trey, all right? Yeah, I will. Trey Trey's, can't grow facial Trey's hair either. Facial hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know that Trey can't grow facial hair either, so don't, don't, don't try to church it up. No, dude, he's getting better at it. He's he's actually starting to be able to grow some, so he's pretty. He's doing pretty well. Finally hit puberty. <laughs> no, we don't need to rag on him. He actually so, but that's actually a really good leeway because the fact that we could talk about Trey Kennard for a while because holy shit, did he not have an awesome weekend this past weekend? So, I've got you on. I've got you on for a reason. I want to know your opinion. So, give me some of your highlights. I, like I said, I've got mine, but you know some of the things that really that positives negatives all the things that you took away from some of the racing that went on in anaheim this past weekend um one of the things i was most pumped about other than trading so well i just liked seeing everybody's style everybody was like throwing it down big time like roxon and tomac and Millsaps, trey everybody was just like they had some style going on that track and i was pumped on that i like tracks like that i i it's funny because one of the things i was thinking is like it seemed that say like barsha he seemed like he was like over scrubbing shit like he was like he had this like overtly crazy like whip thing he was doing trying to get his bars turned around and i just was like what the heck is he doing he just looked like he was gonna flip himself you know over the handlebars um yeah so and, yeah. you know but maybe that's what the cool kids are doing these days i don't really know yeah i don't know it's all about style points that's what is i would all, say is so. it harder is it Whatever. harder the better always harder the better yeah i guess so but no matter like if you notice the the corner where Trey got passed by Millsaps in the last part, yeah. um, that triple they always showed a camera view from the front. Like everybody else was trying to throw it so flat over that, but Trey wasn't throwing it flat, but he was still staying lower than everybody else. I thought. Yeah. It looked like he was just soaking it up so good that he didn't even need to scrub it sideways. He was like, whatever, I'll just wheel tap the second one, and I'll just land the third one, and I'll just mosey on over here. That's totally like BMX style too. You know, try to stay a little bit lower so that you're just carrying that. You know, maybe that quarter second. You know, a little bit, a little bit quicker lap time, just maybe over that triple, and then boom, you're just making that time up on everybody as they go around. I don't know. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It was. It was good. I like watching that kind of stuff. It was pretty awesome. I agree, man. I really had a lot of fun racing, uh, watching the racing this past weekend. I didn't do any racing. Um, I did do some riding this past weekend. So, one of the things that I was trying to figure out was a lot of the things that went on at Toro this past weekend. We had round five. So I went out to Bridgeport on Saturday, and we got a lot of moisture in Texas, and which you know because you're in Oklahoma. We had all that freaking snow, and then we got a lot of rain. So the trails that uh, all of our friends got to miss out on that are sitting over there were absolutely epic. So I just wanted to give a quick shout-out as I was thinking of it to the guys over at Toro, uh, Joe McClellan and them for putting on an awesome – putting together an awesome track, putting on an awesome event for everybody to go out there and race. It was a lot of fun. 
But as I was saying, one of those guys that's sitting over there in the peanut gallery, it was his birthday. So we celebrated his uh, 26th birthday and as well watched this, all the Supercross. So it was a ton of you know moto guys and cross-country guys getting together and watching all the racing. Um, watching Davey Millsaps win, I, I sure, yeah, I was surprised. Watching Travis Pastrana with his tweet as they were showing it on speed, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I, don't, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Obviously, Travis can tell the future, so he knew it was coming. So about Davy Millsap's win, you know, how did you how did you feel about that? What was your your take? Um, I was pretty surprised, obviously, like everybody else, but um, it was pretty awesome for him. I mean, he deserves to do good, and he always did good on Suzuki's whenever he was younger. So it's always good to be back on something you're comfortable on, and it seems like that's that's working out good for him. And he seemed to be in awesome shape, and yeah, he's I was I was pumped for him. It's, it's cool. Good. Um, I, I mentioned. Or I saw some people mention that, you know, Davy Millsaps being on a privateer team. Um, that does not feel much like a privateer team to me. That's pretty much like the least privateer I think you could get. So you think about like Rockstar, Suzuki, and them bringing on, you know, they've traditionally been like a 250 team. So them bringing on a 450 team member in Davy Millsaps, is, is, does it seem like that program has grown enough to support a 450 rider? Or is that a lot of. You know, maybe like Millsaps' talent really come together, as you said, on Suzuki's, which he's traditionally been really, really well at from growing up. Yeah, he obviously is ready. For, I mean, the team's obviously ready for it because, I mean, they did it. Boom. And it <laughs> seems, seems like it was working out good. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty pretty excited about it. It's cool to see more teams getting in there and pretty pumped to uh, to be able to watch it. It's good. Well, uh, do you think that he is going to come away from Phoenix with the red plate? No. I don't. I don't either. I think you'll get third or fourth. I I, I, I took the Racer X poll today, and I kind of was like, uh, I want to click this. Yes, I want to. No, it's probably not going to be no. Uh, I don't know. Like, I just didn't know. I was like, is Davey Millsaps going to come away with the wed plate from Phoenix? And I'm like, man, do I want him to now? Absolutely. Do I think he's going to? No. Just because I think that maybe there are some people that just were like, holy crap. They thought they were going in at 100%. And they realized that what they were going in at wasn't really 100%, that it was 90%. So everybody's going to kind of tweak you know, tweak a couple bolts here, figure out a little bit of things here, and they're going to go into Phoenix, and they're going to be like, now this is 100%. Um, not to yeah. say that Davey's not going to do training this week as well, but I think that it's going to be I think it's going to be interesting, and I'm looking forward to some more racing. I think it's going to be even better racing now. I think what we had between Trey and Davey Millsaps was some awesome racing, and I'm really hoping that now everybody's just going to be on par. I mean, Chad Reed was fifth, but you barely even saw him in the main. He almost didn't exist. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe it. Who would have ever thought, just coming up to A1, that we'd have Millsaps and Trey at one and two, you know? Like, we were watching with a bunch of my buddies, and, and we just got done racing, and we were all about in tears whenever we thought Trey was going to win. We were like, no way. Is this really <laughs> happening? It's like, this is like the coolest thing that ever happened. But it was it was cool, though. I liked, I liked watching it. But I think that this week there's going to be a lot of guys that step up. Like you said, like Villapoto is obviously going to do good. Dungey, he did good at Phoenix last year. They, they say that the steel frame's good on hard-packed, slick stuff like Phoenix. So I think he'll do really good. I think he'll get top top two, maybe top three. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully Trey will leave with it. I mean – Honestly, I can see Trey being smooth and, and podium for sure. And uh, I think I think Trey will leave with the red plate. Boom. Uh, you know, I, I don't like to talk predictions because it's just anything can happen. It's so weird. But, you know, what is it? Luck, op- luck meets luck and preparation opportunity. Whatever. Luck is preparation meeting opportunity. 
So we'll see if anybody's got so. any good luck. I don't know. Um, you mentioned Ryan Villapoto, so that's really interesting as well because the guy that everybody thought is, you know, Mr. Consistency has won the last two and A1s. Um, obviously won uh, the last Supercross championship, was going to be the last two, going for a third, which the last person to do that was Ricky Carmichael, three in a row anyway. Um, that was, you know, whoa, what's going to happen? Oh, my gosh. And now he's coming out of A1 with, you know, 16th. So he barely got any. He got points, but he didn't get very many. Um, so yeah. do you, being uncharacteristic for Ryan Villapoto, you know, what do you foresee him changing? You know, you've been a racer. What, what kind of things is he going to go back and work on and really kind of try to, I guess, you know, bring to the table at Phoenix? I think he'll just realize he needs to just cool down a little bit because he was going so fast. Like in the heat race and stuff, you could tell he was like, he was on it. He was visibly going fast, you know. So I think I think he'll be fine. He just, just had a rough day, you know. Yeah. But then you got guys like Weimer. Like Weimer got fifth or sixth or something, you know, and he's going to get better. He's going fast, you know. You forget that he won Supercross Championship in the 250 class. And then you got Stewart. Like Stewart was hurt or supposedly hurt his knee or whatever, but he's racing this weekend and he's going to go fast too, you know. I mean, that was not like him to cruise around in eighth and stay there. So once everybody kind of gets going, I think it's going to be fine. It's going to be cool. Okay, yeah, it, it, it does. it's kind of hard to jump around a lot, but I'm going to keep doing it because it's fun. Now, you mentioned another good thing is between Stewart and it's uncharacteristic for him to ride around in eighth place. So do you think that we might have actually seen a little bit of maturity in James Stewart in the fact that he realized that, you know, I don't even know how many times I heard it as we were watching all the racing go on, but it was like, you know, you can't, you can lose a championship at A1, but you can't win one or, you know, whatever it is. It's like, how, you know, he, did he mature? Did he say, oh my gosh, my knee really hurts, but if I don't race, I'm going to get zero points and then I'm 25 points behind. So I need to go out there and put my head on straight and at least try to get some points. And I think he did that. I think he got into a very good pace and just rode. And didn't didn't put himself into a situation where he could actually then hurt himself worse. Um, yeah, definitely. Like Ryan Villapoto was obviously going faster than he was, and he got half as many points. You know, it's just <laughs> he uh, yes. he was smart about it that time. So that was good. Yeah. Um, and then Ryan Dungey in third place, uh, and it seemed like he kind of snuck up there because he didn't have a very good start. Um, seemed like Chad Reed and all those other guys, you know, and so him kind of coming sneaking back into third place was was good to see I, I am kind of a ryan dungy fan i've actually been a ryan dungy fan when he was on suzuki before he was on ktm and even though everybody knows i am quite the ktm fanboy uh but yeah i was happy to see that and i know that there's other people in the room that were happy to see some of the fox guys up there doing all right so you know oh yeah you gotta represent you know yeah what's up you gotta represent but uh so uh the 250s i thought it was you were talking a little bit about Eli Tomac totally, totally looking awesome. That man looked 110% dominant. Like, there was no way, even though Roxon kind of, you know, him and Roxon were out front together, uh, there was no way that Roxon was going to catch Tomac. He was riding completely just on a different level. It just seemed like he was completely dominating. That was awesome to see. Yeah, for sure. Tomac is going so fast, but I heard something happened to Roxon like halfway through the moto, and he's he screwed something up, or like he tweaked himself somehow, or something happened oh, yeah. where he lost a little steam. But I don't remember what exactly. But that could have been part of it. But I don't think it was totally that he just ran away from him. But he was going super fast. I hope he I hope he didn't run away from him though, because if so, it's going to be a boring year. Right. It might be a boring year. I don't know. But 
I don't think it's gonna be a boring year. That was such a joke. But um, okay, so Roxon though, what what does he need to do different? Two year, two. This is his third year now uh, coming over. He's the two time German or two time, you know, FIM World Motocross Lights Champion, essentially the MX Two. What is he gonna be doing? to try to actually step it up and come away with a title over a guy who came out so dominant like Tomac. Yeah, he's going to have a little trouble, but I mean, I think he can do it. He's young. I was kind of uh, surprised whenever they said that was his third year. I didn't even realize that was his third year. That's He's been there quite a while. Yeah, but, I think he's only 19 uh, too, so he's been there. I think he's been doing it since he was like 17, and he's like 19 now. Yeah. I mean, he's got to hang out with Miss Diana Dahlgren, you know, Miss Supercross, so go him. Yeah, for sure. I mean – that's that's two points plus right two there plus for sure. And the fact that but, he was German, you know, because he is German. Yep, I I think he'll be fine though. He just he's just getting the first race out of the way, and he got second. I mean, he's only three points behind him. You know, anything can happen. You've seen that, so yep. Just especially in my love life, stay on the podium. Um, did you notice when we were watching the two fifties that Jesse Nelson, when he came away with the whole shot, how he completely endowed and took out about half the field. Ah, maybe I got a quarter of the field and you know, guys like uh number four. So Blake Baggett, of course we had other guys that were in the back of the pack and it took out Davalos. Davalos didn't even get a chance to finish um, DNF right off the bat. And there's a couple other guys and they made it like a couple more laps and that was it. It, you know, do you think that he just kind of got a little bit of nerves and stuff, being that it was his first Supercross and you know first first really large professional race? Um, I don't think so. I mean, those guys have been practicing like that for a long time, and he's ready for it. But I think it just it might have been a false neutral or something, or he might have hit neutral. I don't know, but I don't. I might, he might have been practicing as Ronnie Mack endos. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I thought Ronnie could endo big, but that was pretty darn big. Yeah, when you go over and do like a front flip, and the bike tries to land back underneath you, not on top of you. You know that you've done a yeah. good endo. <laughs> yeah, he definitely did a bad thing right there, but that's all right though. I mean, he'll be back, and I think he'll do fine. He'll be he'll be up there, top five, I'm sure. All right, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Now, lap times. It seemed like the guys, the fastest lap times was in the 55 seconds, uh, and 55 50 second was like uh, Trey Kennard and Davy Millsaps when they were booking it, and it seemed like after that, everything else was about a 56 57. Now. There were times last year and the year before when a lot of people were getting hurt that we saw some lap times that were, you know, breaking into the top 40s, 40 seconds. So do you think that Dirtworks has done, that they're doing this on purpose to try to slow the tracks down, to try to keep some of the injuries, the idea that some of the tracks were too fast for some of these guys on these 450s now to try to slow them down? Or is that kind of maybe just the way that this track was laid out? Yeah, I don't know. I hope it's something that they're trying to do to fix that because, I mean, nobody likes seeing like a 12-minute main, you know. It's kind of it's kind of a bummer whenever you get on there or you go to a race and it's over before it even starts, it seems like. So I, I like Daytona where it's super long race and it's it's awesome to watch. But I wish they would do a, like 25-minute moto like or 20-minute main event plus one lap or something like that. I think that would be pretty cool. But I'm sure it will be a long ways down the road if it ever happens. But I I would just like to see it. I think it would be cool. Yeah. No, I mean that's – and as we saw with the Monster Energy Cup, how they kind of changed up and added the Joker lane, things like that. You know, obviously we know that Feld Motorsports is kind of trying to think out of the box. I don't think that it's completely gotten stagnant, but I think that they're reaching, they're not reaching, but they're trying to find ways to kind of, you know, change it up a little bit. You know, in every couple of years, I think that that's a good thing. 
Um, the, the, the best thing about having a mistake is as long as you learn from that mistake. So the Joker Lane, actually, even though everybody thought was going to be kind of goofy, um, turned out to be something that the writers thought was really, really interesting because they had to use so much strategy going into it. Do I do it right away? Do I do it after the fact? Do I do it, try to befo- do it before if I'm right behind somebody? Things like that. So, you know, as these tracks kind of change and people learn things, you know, I mean, these 450s, are, they're not new anymore, but it's still kind of a relatively new idea con- considering how many people are coming off these, these you know, older two-strokes and stuff. But uh, So it's good to see that they're they're learning and they're trying to make, I guess, all these changes as they go forward. But. Yeah, I think the I think the Joker Lane is pretty cool. Uh, it was definitely different. And I wish they do it at a couple supercrosses. But the only thing that uh, only thing that I was bummed about is I know that Tomac was going to come up and pass Barsha, and you didn't even get to see a heads up pass. You know, you just got to see it where he just snuck by him in the Joker Lane. But yeah. I don't know. That's all right though. It was it was still cool. But I kind of like the uh, the what Arena Cross is doing. I watched that too, and how they did the two main events that are twelve laps and and uh, first first place in the first main event starts last or gets last gate pick in the second one okay. i thought that was pretty cool because bowers had to come from the second row and and he had a horrible start and he still ended up winning so i thought it was pretty awesome to watch hmm. and it made it exciting but um i know supercross probably will never end up doing that but it, it's a cool thing that they're changing it up okay so in the same i mean like literally like so bowers obviously he got the overall for the weekend but after the first race where he won he then got last gate pick going into into the next main Yep. That the idea. Okay, and then so if he were then to get two first, obviously his average would be, but if he were to get first and say a third, it would they would just average in the points of those two and then that's how they would figure out the overall kind of more, you know, a two moto format like that. Yeah, I'm not really sure exactly how that works, but I think that's I'm sure it's just like motocross where second moto or second main counts for more, but right. I don't I don't know exactly, so. And that's also cool how they're doing it uh they're doing the points different. They're doing like first place gets 16 points because there's 16 guys. And then it goes second gets 15, then 14, 13, and down. So it's only one point difference. And uh, so it keeps everything a lot closer, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, there's extra points for, like, they'll have a, a match race. They'll take the heat races or whatever and uh, put them together. And, and the whoever wins that race gets, like, two championship points or something like that. I don't know exactly how it works, but... It's really cool how they're changing it up and making making it different. Yeah, I did read uh, some stuff online about how they were doing bracket systems, and uh, it sounds kind of like what you're talking about. So I'm, that that would be interesting if they could bring that to the big, the you know, the big time format. I don't know if they could. The tracks are a lot shorter and they're a lot narrower. Um, you know, when it comes down to arena crosses. So being that they're a lot faster laps, I don't know if that would work different or better for. I mean, bring it to like more of a supercross style, but. I think change is good. Again, if it's a mistake and then they learn from it and maybe change it up, why not, right? Yeah, how cool would that be to see, like, Stuart and Reed one-on-one for a bracket racer? You know what I mean? Like, Stuart, Reed, Trey, Barsha, just those four. Or, like, that would be pretty rad to see that. You know, it'd be especially if it counted for a couple points. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Oh, yeah, for sure, because then it's like you're not like, well, I got taken out in the first turn and I got started in 20th. No, you yeah, know, exactly. Like you pretty much came, both came through the first turn, you know, first and second. So now, what's up? <laughs> yeah, that, I think that'd be cool. But I mean, who knows if we'll ever see it? But it's a good thought anyway. Be good for Michael Essie in the starts, and then bad for Michael Essie in the whoops. Yeah, no doubt. He was lucky this week. There wasn't that uh, big a whoops. So yeah, hopefully uh, Phoenix will probably be bigger ones. I'm sure. Unfortunately, they had the that huge finish line jump. I guess to him that he crashed on and bent his bars. So. <laughs> 
Maybe he was trying to do a turn down. Big old fatty turn yeah, down and he missed. He saw Bush I don't know. Doing his and he was I like, didn't see happening. it. I'm in. Yep. All right. I don't know. One of the things I read about that really interested me as well that I wanted to see what you thought was the fact that the uh, RCH team, so the Ricky Carmichael Hart and Huntington team, they had one of their 450s hooked up to a dyno. And uh, while the pit party was going on, you could go and actually get on the bike and run it through the dyno and kind of like rev the piss out of it and uh, kind of get a feel for you know how these, even though they're not works machines, these factory machines feel and how they rev out, you know, totally different from what a real stock machine would be. Um, and a lot of people online were saying that that was really cool. It was a really neat new, uh, I don't know, way to draw attention to you know the the factory team in the pits. So in Phoenix, you're gonna go, you're gonna go rev out that Suzuki and blow it up. Yeah, I'm in a whole shot car, Michael. No <laughs> doubt, I got this. No, it's that's pretty cool. I think I think Kerry Hart has got it all figured out with the marketing stuff. Like he's really good about that whole thing, and he's always got the most people around his truck, you know, because he's just always got something cool going on. So I like it. I, I'm a Kerry Hart fan for sure. After riding with him at the Dunes, it was pretty sweet. That was so much fun. He's a good dude. Uh, you got to ride with him at the Dunes, huh? Oh yeah, we went big. It was rad. I, I wouldn't go big if I was at the dunes with you guys, but I would totally drink a beer while you guys were jumping over me. Easily. Yeah. I would. I had never I had never been to the dunes before, but it was quite a time and uh they all have paddle tires and I just ran the the MX fifty one or whatever and dang, it was ruining me, man. I was I was pinning it like fifth gear trying to get as far as them, but I was having fun doing it, so it was good. So now you know to buy a big ass rubber paddle tire. No, I ran it. I didn't even care. I was just, I was on it. Drilled the hole through my fender for my flag, and I was, I was ready. <laughs> That's definitely something you probably learned from Ronnie Mack, right? Yeah, dude. Ronnie would just probably take his fender off until he started doing endos all the time, and he caught his balls on the on the subframe whenever he had his back fender off. He never ran a back fender either, but now uh, since he's been doing those endos so big, he's got to run a back fender. That's kind of fucked up that you like have to run a back fender because you don't want to catch your balls in the subframe. Yeah, dude. Did you see the new Transworld magazine in the last uh, the last page? Ronnie was in there, and there's a there's a beer can uh, bolted to his back fender, and it looks like it's going right up his rear end. It's it's a bad deal. It's like is that I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a good picture to have in there because it just it just makes all kinds of it makes Ronnie look bad really. It's PBR butt time. Yeah, I think so. It was bad. But that's all right, though. Dawn put it in there anyway. <laughs> was that a, was that an FMF ad, or was that like a Transworld picture that they took? No, that was a Transworld picture that they took whenever Dawn came out. Man, it was in uh, the what's the part in the back the the little full page picture that they the have. PBR I forgot what it's called. Back, you know what no, I forgot what it's called, but it says uh, "Not All Heroes Race" or something like that. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> you know what's funny, and I don't care. This just makes me laugh. Is that I get so much shit because I drink on the show and talk about drinking, and then this this dude comes out of nowhere, which is fine because he's way fucking funnier than I am, and like PBR <laughs> it up and like all this crazy ass shit. Like I don't know if he drinks when he rides or not because I don't care. Whatever, it's a shit. But like, and now he's in ads, and I still get shit from people's moms. So yeah, he is. He's Ronnie's going pretty big time lately. Like. I don't know about that whole deal, but uh, FMF seems to have picked him up, and he's, I guess he signed some autographs today. One, I haven't talked to him. He's just—he's like way too big for me nowadays. So, I mean, I just haven't really got to talk to old Ron. 
But all run. whatever, it's all good. I, I wish him the best. Hopefully, I get to ride with them again soon. Learn some more tricks. Right. The endo's getting a little old, you know. Like I can endo just as good as Ronnie, but uh, I need to learn some new stuff. Like rubbing your balls on the back fender and not the subframe. I'm thinking about doing like a 150 foot whip with my nuts on the bar pad, but I don't know. Maybe like one handed. Haven't decided. I think I'm in. I'm in. But thinking that about support, I definitely need to mention some people right now. Uh, FlyRacing.com is a huge supporter of Sea Time for 2013. They uh, came on big as our title sponsor, so not only do I have to say thank you very much to Fly Racing, but I need to tell you about Fly Racing. So they are a big part of Sea Time. They're a big sponsor um, and a big partner with myself, Mr. Brian Pierce. Um, and so they just came out with a new helmet for 2013, the 3.4. Uh, it's a 199.95, I believe, is the price range that it's going for. And uh, the good thing is, is that they want you to look cool while you're wearing their products. So please hit them up. Flyracing.com is where you can look at or check out all their stuff. They've got all kinds of fun gear. You'll see Trey Kennard and guys like Andrew Short and uh, Brian Pierce wearing it while they're at the races. And you can look just as cool as them for uh, you know going to their site and purchasing the gear. So I just wanted to say thank you very much to Fly Racing for their support of seat time. we got more sponsors that are coming into the mix for 2013, so be on the lookout for it as all of that fun stuff comes down the pipe. So... We were just talking about um, tricks and looking cool. Now, I don't know if you're learning this stuff or if you're bringing it back, but there are pictures of you doing a lazy boy um, on your dirt bike. So what is that to you? Well, uh, I was just at an underground ride with Kyle Regal a while back, and uh, he was he was telling me about all these tricks and stuff, and he's like, try lazy boy. Cause I, or no, 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 it started out because – he said, I bet you can't touch your head on your rear fender, like just leaning back. And so I arched my back all the way around and touched the top of my head to my fender. And he's like, just do a lazy boy. And I was like, all right, I'll do it with, no, with both my hands on the bars. And so I did it, laying back. And I was like, well, that wasn't too bad, you know, because I'm already used to jumping with the front end down. And that's like half the battle. But, and then I was like, I'll just take my other hand off. It's all right. And so I started doing that. But I still have not got brave enough to take both hands off because it's a throttle hand and I don't like it. And I just... I don't really see much reason to. So I just try to make sure that every time there's a camera around, they go from this side. That way they can't even tell that this hand's still in the bars. But I'm having fun. Like, I, uh, I'm i learning some new tricks, like uh, just stupid little tricks that would have won a freestyle contest in 1997. But I'm still having a lot of fun doing it. You know, I, I can do like a knack-knack and a can-can and a, and a heel clicker. I did a double heel clicker, actually. What? Two of them. What? Yeah. I can do it if you're talking about me jumping off my couch. Like, <laughs> That's pretty rad. I'd like to see no, that, a video, please. Okay. It might happen. I'll but, have one more beer and have one of our peanut galleries videotape it. All right, perfect. Text it to me. <laughs> but, no, I've been, uh, I've been trying to learn some new tricks, and I'm having fun with it. Like, I, I don't want to wear people out on doing a whip. And maybe, like, maybe if I get good enough and I do some tricks, I'm not going to ever flip or anything. But I think it would be cool to do speed and style at X Games because I have a feeling I can go pretty fast for a little bit. And with a whip and a few other tricks, like maybe I could at least get in, you know. Maybe I wouldn't win probably unless I just dominated and like went way faster than everybody else. But well, I mean, it would be pretty cool. A lot of us can go really fast for a short amount of time. It's, it's stamina sometimes, though, Brett, that really is gonna, what's going to win them over. Exactly. Exactly, but four laps, I got that in me for sure. Last weekend, I raced for the first time in uh, in a long time, 
I did some uh, did some racing in Springfield Arena Cross, and it was pretty. It was a good time. I actually had so much fun. Hey. I realized that I was out of shape, but I had a good old time and and got to ride with some people that I haven't rode with in a long time, and it was great. So I had a good old good old barn burning time at the Springfield Supercross. <laughs> uh. Fuck, I just got called out by Ronnie Mack because of the fact that he told me, I'll, I'll, I'll read it. He said, people don't like when you drink beer because of your half-assed Freddy Krueger sweater. No way. Yeah. Ronnie, De- Ronnie tweeted he you. He did. Ronnie Mack just tweeted me. Maybe I should follow him. I just followed Ronnie Dude. Mack live on the internet. Oh, so, my gosh. Dude, tell Ronnie that he needs to get a hold of me because I miss that guy. Yeah? Do it. I miss him. I will after the show's over because... All right. Show All right, good. Because he, he changed his number on me, so I like I don't even have anybody to get a hold of him anymore. So whatever though. Yeah? You think I should take the sweater off? No, I like All it. Alright, see Ronnie Mack? No, Perhaps actually like actually it. take it off. Take it off. Okay. Do Hold it. on. Oh jeez. Do you know what my shirt says? I want to be normal, but I'm... Nope. I want to be formal, but I'm here to party. Be formal. You know why? Because oh, it's, yep. it's Jesus, with a, Jesus with a t- tuxedo, tuxedo t-shirt and a 40. T-shirt. Yep. Yeah. Bingo. Take that, Ronnie Mac. What's up now? I need a shirt. Yeah. Mom doesn't have a shirt That's as cool as this one. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's okay. We like to mess with people. So, okay. X Games is obviously something you're trying to make it into, talking about speed and style. I think that would be pretty cool. It would be pretty interesting. Obviously, with uh, you know Blake Shipman doing your whip video, you look badass in that. Uh, so X Games, is that a real possibility? Who do you have to sleep with to make that happen? Or is it already happening and you just can't tell anybody? Dude, I'm wondering the same thing. I wish I could say it was happening and I just couldn't tell anybody. But uh, me and Dayton Daft and Josh Gray from Shades of Gray have been working on all the video stuff and Josh has been doing a lot of cool pictures and it's going really good. Like I'm, I'm so surprised at all the people that have been jumping on and helping out. But, um, I actually, I can't see it not happening really. Like, I don't like to say that, but oh, oh, I just, ego, ego. I, no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I just like in my head, it's happening. You know, like I don't see any yeah. way, like any doubt in my mind, like I'm going to make it happen somehow. So I don't know, like maybe it won't, but if it doesn't, I can't say that I didn't try my hardest, you know? So it'll be good. Um, there's some people from Oklahoma that are on the board um, to choose people, the athlete committee. So that ought to help me out a little bit, hopefully. that It's a couple guys, or one guy that I've known for um, quite a while. It's not Ronnie, so Matt, hopefully that, That'll help. No, it's not Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie. They don't let Ronnie do anything cool like that. It's got to be lowbrow kind of shit for him to, for him to fit in. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. X Games would be bummed if, if uh, Ronnie did, did that whole thing. I don't, can he you, would can have you do a whip stuff competition all when up. you're fucking doing a whip the opposite direction? Because he like does that crazy ass. He does that crazy ass like nose nose drop or whatever. Yeah, he's all over that thing, man. He's he's kind of taught me how to do it. Like I'm getting all right at it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Ronnie's just one of a kind, man. Yeah, that's okay. We need we need people like that in the world because honestly, guys like me. I'm not nearly as funny enough. We need guys like that to make sure that there's always content to make sure I can either make fun of them or then partner with them and make sure that we're all having a good time together. Right? 
Exactly. Right. Exactly. Boom. So I wanted to mention that this coming weekend, I am going to be the master of ceremonies, the MC for the TSEC banquet, which is the Texas uh, Enduro State Championship Series. Um, that so the banquet is this coming weekend for the 2012 year, and we're going to be uh, getting ready to start our 40th anniversary. So I am 33. I have obviously not been around that long in uh, the enduro world for them in Texas, and because I'm from Louisiana originally, but whatever. I'm still going to be there celebrating. I'm going to be having a good time. We do have a bike raffle as well, so you can go to tsec.org. And you can register for that bike raffle. The tickets are like five bucks a pop. And, uh, ah, okay, will do. You got it. And uh, so lots of cool stuff coming up on the, on Saturday for the TSEC banquet and with the bike raffle. And then as well on Sunday is going to be the Bonita 100. Is it still going to be with the Riders Down Foundation? Okay, so it's actually going to be helped out with the – they're helping out a lot of the proceeds. I don't know if all of them do, but I do know a ton of the proceeds going to go to the Riders Down Foundation. So – a big foundation that helps out obviously downed riders uh, specifically motorcycle guys we've seen um you know guys like josh demith out there and other guys it's been a lot of fun if you want to ride the best property in texas you've got two chances you've got the bonita 100 and then you've got the toro (coughs) which is coming up the weekend after that i mean those that's it bonita texas this is a place to be on sunday and then the following weekend for toro uh, if you want to get any kind of awesome riding in and then of course we're going to have uh, all kinds of off-road stuff picking up. We're going to have Taylor Roberts on next week so we can talk about what he's going to be doing for works this coming year, um, his ride that's going to be going on, and then talk about some of the Hare and Hound stuff that's coming up and obviously the work series, uh, some of the changes that have been going on within the works organization. Um, but, Mr. Brett Q, what what's going to be going on for you uh, this coming weekend and then you know in the very, very immediate future? We already know you're going to X Games. Well, um... I'm going to be going to Phoenix this weekend, as I said. Um, me and Josh and Dayton are all going to go out there. Uh, me and Josh are driving in. Dayton's flying in. Uh, then on Sunday, we're going to leave to go to California. And I don't really know what all we're going to do whenever we're out there. And party? We don't know where we're staying. We don't know what we're doing. Party. We're just going to ride our dirt bikes, and we're going to film some rad stuff. And it's going to be pretty cool. So hopefully we can ride with Twitch for a couple of days, maybe one or two. Um, get to go to the Fox and Shift headquarters and check it out. Um, Cooper Webb may, may get to ride with him. Uh, there's been a few people that I've talked to that really want to go riding. So it's kind of cool that, that, uh, that I don't really like, I like to moto and stuff, but I just like to go have fun, you know, and it's cool to see that people want to go do that with me. So I'm pretty pumped to see, cause a lot of times you don't even see all guys free riding skills. Like you don't get to see how, how rad Cooper Webb can throw a whip or whatever, you know, cause he's always racing. That's the only time you see him. Right. So I'm pretty pumped to get that. And then, uh, it's going to be cool. The next road to X games video is going to be pretty awesome. So, and then, uh, Dayton Daft uh, is the guy that films all my videos. He won the Racer X film contest a while back. So he is uh, pretty pumped on that deal, and he gets to go make a Racer X film anywhere he wants to go. So I don't know where we're going to go, but he's he's letting me come. So I'm pretty pumped on that. And uh, I don't know what we got in mind, but it's going to be awesome, and I'm sure it will be part of one of the next episodes. And uh, hopefully we'll be getting to ride with some rad people. So I think Hawaii. You should go to Hawaii. You think? Yeah. I was thinking about, uh, have you seen the video of that helmet cam on the, the Belgian guy's track? No, the, but I'll um, find it. I don't even remember. What's that? I said no, but I'll go find it. <laughs> no, you need but... to. It's so cool. It looks like an MX Unleashed track. It is the coolest thing. The jumps are huge, and he's whipping it so big. It makes me want to go riding bad. Ugh. So well, see, like, 
I have people hit me up all the time that might want to go drink together because apparently they think I do that well, which I do. I do that fantastic. But as well, I, w- I like to ride as well, so I want some people to invite me to go ride. Brett, can you can you talk to some people and get me a chance to go ride with them? You think? Dude, I don't even get invited. Usually I just invite myself. I'm like, Twitch, I'm going to be in California, and I'm coming to your house, <laughs> and I'm going to sleep on your sofa. So whether you, whether you like it or not, I'm going to be at your house. So take that. That's what I do. So it seems to be working out so far. So maybe all you got to do is just be mean and just be bossy and just uh, just tell them that that's what's going to happen, I don't know. whether they like it or not. I don't know. I'm not really much the mean guy, but we'll see how it works out. So before I go ahead and give out the spiel on all of our social media and networking type stuff where people can find us, Mr. Brett Q, what we would like to know is where we can find you on all the social media networking areas. So people are like, oh my God, that guy's the funniest guy ever. Or, holy crap, he's so cute. I want to take him out for dinner. You know, where would they do that? Well, you can find me on Facebook at my name. I don't have any fake Facebooks or nothing, nothing <laughs> cool like that. But I got the the best whip Facebook page too. It's called Brett QX Games Best Whip. And I got Twitter, but I don't ever use it really. I just retweet people because that's what I do. I don't have anything cool to say about what I'm doing because – as you can tell, all I did today was work, um, sleep in my garage, and go out to eat. So nobody really cares what I'm doing, I don't think. Um, but Instagram is probably the coolest one because all the pictures go on there, obviously. So there's always some pretty cool stuff on there, and it's BQ365. That's how you can find me. BQ365. Yeah, I think everything that we've talked about so far feels like it's just BQ365 all over the place. There might be some underscores. There uh, might be some other fun stuff in there, but that's pretty much the gist of it. <laughs> Yeah, I try to stick with that to make it easy for everyone. Hey, so, man, that way you don't have to think too hard either. You're like, "What's my name? I don't Ex- know." Exactly. I don't even know my password half the time. So it's probably BQ three six five. Anybody who would like to go log into so. his bank account right now, don't use yeah, BQ three six five. Yeah, Bank of Oklahoma, <laughs> BQ three sixty five. Just get it, whatever. Yeah, you know, there's nothing. Ain't no there. thing. Ronnie Ronnie <laughs> Mac already took it all. All right, so where are you going to find any of this, these shenanigans that you can find? Tons of episodes. This is obviously episode 68. we got more that are coming. Seattime.co is the website. There is no M. It's .co, damn it. And then, of course, when you want to find us on all those other fun places, we are on the Facebook. So Facebook.com slash Seattime is where you can find us there if you want to, you know, become my friend and like us real hard. And then, of course, if you want to tweet us, you can tweet us on Twitter. It's twitter.com slash seattime underscore co. And then we are as well on Instagram. It's just seat time because somebody hadn't already taken it by the time I signed up for it. So yay. So it's just seat time on Instagram if you want to follow some of the pictures. Typically, we just put up uh, you know pictures of some of the beer that we're drinking and then some of the other fun times that go on. So it is a good time. You should do it. All right. Well, Mr. Brett Q, I really appreciate you being on. This is your chance. This is your last moment to tell me whatever you want to tell me. So what is it you want to well, tell me? First of all, I was wondering if anybody had any questions. Is there any tweets, questions, or anything? Uh, okay, you, Come you on. talk about something really something. fun, really quick, and I'm going to look through all the questions. Seriously, come up with something really quick. Come up with something yeah, really funny? Something all right. Um, I, don't, I don't have anything any, that's funny. What do you call a deer with no eyes? Uh, what is it? No idea. Oh, I like it. Hey, oh. That's all I got. Oh, man. Horrible. No, no questions. Oh well. Oh, uh, apparently Zach Ames ended up for the overall win in arena cross. Jared Bolton told us. That's it. Oh yeah. Yep. Well, I thought uh, 
Tyler Bowers won on Saturday, I think. I think he did. Yeah, he did. We'll give it to him. I watched we'll it, it on TV. Him. We'll give it to him. It's official now that we've said it. Yeah, exactly. He might. I think Zach Ames did win on Friday, but I don't know. <laughs> okay, do you, do you know of that gorilla guy? That gorilla guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've heard of him. You see, my banana suit has pretty much what's got me famous. I I uh, credit all the success to the banana suit, and obviously there's another guy that's in the banana suit, and he wants to race, and he wants to have a, a banana off or whatever you call it. And so I don't know. But he was tweeting me and stuff, and, and uh, we've been talking a little bit, and – I, obviously, he's got a friend named the Gorilla Guy, so I don't have a gorilla suit, but maybe I need to look into one. I do have something new, though, that uh, that's going to blow minds, but I can't tell everybody just yet because then somebody will beat me to it. So just keep your eye out for the next the next uh, chapter. I like it. It's going to be. I like it. Well, yeah, he was definitely asking. He's like, when we riding, this gorilla is hungry and my banana buddy is uninjured. I don't know if banana buddy means his penis, but that scares me if it does. <laughs> I think he did a, a banana split and tore his knee. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay, ask Brett who the best arena crash announcer ever is. <laughs> oh, of course, it's my buddy Gabe. Ooh. You see at this arena cross. Winner! Um, <laughs> we, uh, we went up there, and that's who I stayed with. And me and Kyle Regal and Terry Russell, this guy that does the freestyle stuff, uh, jumped the ramp, and Gabe was the announcer. And he was just going haywire on that microphone. He was not even scared. He just hopped up like it was nothing. So I could just I could hear him whenever I was jumping. I mean, it was it was insane. The <laughs> dude's <do>. good. <laughs> yeah, he he was stoked. So he's got all kinds of one liners that just blow minds. So okay, love I that had guy. a request, and it is for me to say the word doo doo. So I have now said the word doo doo. Okay, that's weird, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Fans want to know, uh, what does Ronnie Mac look like? I, what does Ronnie I'm look just like? Saying, this is what I get. This is this is the crap we put to put up with. Dude, I don't even see Ronnie. Like I don't see Ronnie's face. Like whenever he <laughs> comes blazing when he gets up out of the bed. Yeah, whenever he comes blazing up on his bike, he's already got his bandana on. So I don't even know what the guy looks like. That's why I wouldn't know if I saw him. You know, like if he didn't have that on, I wouldn't have any idea who he is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so what hair product do you use, BQ? I don't use anything. I just run it straight out of the shower. Yeah. Obviously, something's going wrong, though, because it's falling out. <laughs> it's because you're from Oklahoma. God dang, man. It's a bummer. <laughs> it is. It's just But no, I don't. I, I use a heavy mousse with hairspray. Um, Aquanet. You don't use Soul Glow? <laughs> I never heard of that, but oh, I've heard of Aquanet. I think my grandpa uses you that. You need to Google Soul Glow, and then you need to watch the movie that you actually realize it comes from, okay? I'm not going to tell you because right, I want I'll... you to learn this on your own. Okay. Yes, sir. There it is. Thank you, Daddy. Um, ask Brett how good his ping pong skills are. How good are your ping pong skills, Brett? My ping pong skills? Hey, give me a break. I've only played ping pong like once in the past 10 years. But they weren't too bad. I mean, I felt good about it. I can't beat Gabe. But <laughs> I think me, me, Biggs, and Regal have a pretty close uh, – Pretty close battle going on. Like we've we've been swapping some matches, so hopefully they don't get too practiced up, or else I'm gonna have to go buy a ping pong table and uh, and play a little bit myself. So right. we'll, we'll see. Well, don't uh, don't don't start swapping spit because then that just be weird. Yeah, we don't want that. Okay, so I got a picture from Jared Bolton. It said the arena cross overall was Ames, Bowers, and McDade, and he actually sent me a picture of his screen. So apparently he is doing some homework, and we are not. 
maybe that was the heat race. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to figure out that you're lying and it's not the real yeah. results. I swear I watched that race and Tyler Bowers won. Oh, no, no, no. This was, I think, overall. This was overall, second. so I think we're good. Well, whatever. He's probably right. I mean, I'm I not going to say he's wrong. It doesn't matter. I don't know what's going on. All I know is Arena Cross is cool, and that track looked awesome because the whoops weren't big, and yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. That's it. Some good you know, ruts and I don't like jumps. Sweet. It's got whoops. A couple of them that are small. Nothing wrong with that. I like when there's no jumps, no whoops, and oh. only trees. So Not me, man. I want jumps everywhere. See, I want like a jump park. I need park. to ride with you man, because like, cause I don't know how I to would, jump uh, for balls like nothing <laughs> i actually you wouldn't believe it probably but i get really scared whenever i hit new jumps like even on a ramp and stuff i'll hit it the same same exact ramp same exact distance and every time i hit it for like the first 10 minutes i have to follow somebody because it just it freaks me out like ramps scare the life out of me and i don't know why but it's just it's something that's weird about me like dirt doesn't bother me but ramps Scares, scares it's crap. It's metal. Out. If you f it up, you can die. Yeah, I know. Which is the same with anything. I though. guess that's true. But still, I like. I just don't know what it is about ramps that are just so weird. But they're so consistent, and nothing ever changes. But it still, it just messes with my head. Is that the idea but, behind ramps with FMX? Is because of the fact that you know that that you can you once you set the you know the trajectory on the ramp that it's just set. It's that way all the time. I guess is that the What's that? is that the idea that, that why oh. they use a lot of ramps in FMX is because they're it's kind of a set trajectory with the arc. Yeah, I mean, I think there's different people that build different ramps, and they're all, all a little different. And you can even have two that are the same spec, and they feel different. I don't know what it is about it, but uh, we jumped into one that Derek Cook got last week or a couple weeks ago, and it just felt like super mellow. Whenever his other ramp that was supposed to be built to the same spec just feels like it just pops you big time. So. I don't know what it is about it, but um, a lot of ramps like Kenny's, um, they'll have jacks on the front where you can lift it up to, to pitch it up higher or lower, and that's kind of a cool deal because I heard the ones at X Games are, are tilted up way higher and they're further, so it's going to be like huge air. So I'm pretty excited about that, and I want to figure it out for sure so I can practice on that because, I mean, if it's what I'm going to be riding if I go, then no, no. I want to I try it out first. When you go. Yeah, yeah. When, if if I get to when, go. when you go, I mean, I'm gonna talk to some people yeah, when, and see what I can set up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, do what you do, man. I appreciate all the help. I'm I can gonna be get. like, yo, the I mean, mustache is like the motherfucker needs to go. Dude, by then I could have a mustache like that. I think I, I don't think you can. Yeah, you're probably yeah. right. Actually, I just shaved a couple days ago. Believe it or not, so look at you feeling pretty good about myself. Big old adult yeah, think about it. Yeah, I think I'm about getting a buzz cut tomorrow and just hacking off all the hair and uh, shaving clean and running that it. That way you can be That's... more attractive to the Amy and Jamie's motocross adventures. Yeah, exactly. And then I'll fit right in with Twitch. Like, Twitch has got the old full-on shaved head, you know, like razor down. So I'm hoping that uh, that we can be best friends if, if I get some tattoos and shave my head. You know that him and uh, him and they have, like, they have, uh, like, tr uh, not tricks, but, like, they'll, like, pull pranks on each other at his property right so you're gonna have to watch out for that yeah yeah i heard about that i'm sure they always get the new guy too so if it is then oh i mean i would hide whatever. all your no, underwear i'm okay they're gonna put peanut butter right. or something funky in your underwear 
That's fine. I it's mean, not the first time. Whatever, man. If if that's what it takes to get me in, I'm I'm all right. With all it. right. Well, cool. Well, then, good luck. You know, I mean, you got you're going to Phoenix. You're gonna be hanging out with some cool people. I look forward to hearing about your adventures. Hopefully, you do more than just retweet people on Twitter, and we actually get to get some real tweets from the BQ three six five um, as you as you you know tramp across the United States. I guess uh, I don't know if you're gonna tramp per se because you're not a whore. No. But uh, no. No. Close enough. Yeah. You know, whatever. We'll see. Tra- trample, trample, trample your way across the United States. That might Tram- that might be a little less seductive. I think. Yeah, for sure. The G- so. Jesus would like it if you would wear a tuxedo T-shirt, though. So get one before I, yeah. you leave. I I have two tuxedo T-shirts, shades of gray tuxedo T-shirts, and they're both. rad. Yeah, pack them both because you will need them. Uh, make sure you say hi to Amy Hood uh, because I am hopefully. I don't know why I say hopefully, but I would like to hang out with them and uh, do some filming when they're in town for the Dallas Supercross. Hopefully you can make it down and we can hang out. Um, I say have fun, dude. Tell Twitch we said hi. I never met him, but, you know, what's up? Tell him I said hi. Yeah, no doubt I will. Yeah. No no problem at all. So I don't know Amy, but uh, if, just find if a chick I happen named Amy to run and into tell her, her I said hi. You know, some random Perfect. chick. Just be like, you Amy? No? That's fine. Brian says hi. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll go over. <laughs> That's all right. We can do I know it. tons of chicks so. in California. All right. Well, you got to remember, this is Seat Time. Seat Time is always a pint full of awesome. You can find us on the internet. And if you can't find us on the internet, you don't know what you're doing, figure it out. For nothing else, we'll see you next week. Taylor Roberts and more good times. Thank you very much for paying attention. Brett Q, thank you for being on the show, my man. Wait, wait. I'm going to show you. One second. Ready? One second. What? One second. I got to thank my sponsors, dude. Dude. Without them, I'd, without them, I don't have anything. Yeah. I mean. Do it. There's been people calling me lately that have been just – Super cool and messaged me on Facebook like uh, Pro Circuit talked to me and Wiseco talked to me and and they've just been like, dude, do you want do you need some help? Like we want to help you. This is so cool what you're doing. And I was like, why? I don't even race. And they're <laughs> like, cool. but you're you're a rad dude and we want to help you. So I want to thank all the all these people. I'm probably gonna forget somebody because I should have been more prepared for this. But I want to thank Tyler right there behind you. Stand up, Tyler, with. Box and Shift. He's the rep in Texas. Uh, um, I want to thank Works Connection, Shades of Grey, Whiskey Throttle, uh, BTO Sports, Pro Circuit, Wiseco, um, Contractors Equipment. I want to thank. Uh, I want to thank my buddy Gabe because he's a pretty awesome guy. Uh, That's legit. Yeah. Oh, I got more DZ Graphics. Um, dude, there's a bunch of them. I just gotta remember. There's more. Not happening. Nope. That's all right. No, I mean, you're not going to remember is what I mean. I know. That's all I got. You're not going to thank Soul Glow for your hairdo? Thanks, Soul Glow. I don't even know what it is, but I hope it's awesome because, <laughs> yeah, look at that. You like that, <laughs> don't you? It will be a good time. How about then for this? You say, thank you, Seat Time, for having me on the show, and remember, always enjoy a pint full of awesome. No doubt. I want to thank you and your awesome mustache for being the man. I'll see you at Dallas, right? Hell yeah, you will. All right. I'm going to be just hanging out and then riding on Sunday, so let's go. Drinking my Dasani. Yeah, dude, drinking probably the same one because I don't hydrate enough. So that's why I'm I'm sick probably. Freaking dehydrated as can be. Now I'm going to California, and I'm going to make the whole rest of the motocross community sick. Gosh. I don't know if it's a good idea. but No, I probably probably should stay home. No, that sounds like a worse idea. 
All right, yeah, break sure. you. But thank, thank you. I appreciate you. It's been real. It's been real. Bye, everyone. Bye.